0: From the F3 Nation podcast studio.
1: I've just been
2: handed an. Ear- This is the C.O.T.
0: Podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation through fitness, fellowship, and faith.
1: Sean McKinley, 40, Denali. Denali. Yeah. Scott yeah. Gordon. 40, 40, 40, 45, 45.
0: Trip plan, 30. Bogey. Bogey. 46, turnpike. 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 C.O.T. Podcast starts right now. Shut up Shut
2: up and
0: sit down. I don't know what it is, Bo. I don't know what it is, but something's come on me. I'm feeling... Something's come good. over you? I'm feeling, I'm feeling good as we sit here on uh, what looks like, at least from our position where I'm at today, a cool but crisp December day, and it is your boy Hello Kitty. You're listening to another episode of the Circle of Trust podcast that voice across the digital divide on this yeah. fine day for us is none other than Jamie Vance Roseborough Rapido. What's up?
3: Happy to be here. Freezing my back heads off in the bonus room. Forgot to turn the heat on for have up here. Uh, well, we've got one of those ductless air vent things on the side of the wall. It works great if you leave it on, but it was, what, 30 degrees this morning and this little Santa's workshop up here has been sealed off from the 2.0s, yes, and so it's about you know fifty two degrees in uh-huh. here right now.
0: Uh-huh. 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 Uh huh. Uh huh. But feeling great. Got a ruck in this morning. Got a ruck. in I was going to say how morning. many miles rucked, and did you have your feline friend with you this week?
3: Not a feline,
0: <laughs> or excuse me, canine friend. <laughs> canine. Friend. Yes, I was not with you on this no. fine occasion. Um.
3: Yeah, so yesterday I did five miles with a couple of dudes, and then today we had the Shield Ruck going this morning. Just got in a little 5K. One of our guys had an early 0700 call across the pond with those uh-huh. in the, the Queens estate, so um, – kind of went australian there at the end but um no we're jazzed up good gotten some getting a lot of miles on the feet this week in preparation for oakwood 24 this week yes sir
0: yes sir so a lot of great things happening in around our little worlds a lot of great things happening in and around the f3 nation we are grateful that you men are taking some time out of your week to join us and hear about the news of the nation as we exist to connect you packs of f3 to something bigger than uh, yourself you're right you mentioned the oakwood 24 coming up 24 hour endurance run uh fundraiser for the heel transitions in Raleigh Men's Rehabilitation Center. None other than uh, him of all hymns, Jonathan Fry, better known as Fry Daddy, going for the 100-mile marker uh, this Saturday. I think he's got a handful of men and women uh, that are going to be out there running with him, but a couple other guys that are prepared trying to go for the 100 this Mm -hmm. year. Uh, I was talking to some of our brethren this morning who are eyeballing 40 to 50 miles out there, the beige yeah. bros of Carrie NC talking about what socks they were going to wear for the occasion. So, people, stance, can, of course, of course, <laughs> shout out listen. if we we're <laughs> had
3: sponsorships available. I would hope <laughs>
0: <There are laughs> few news items to get to. And we've got a really special guest that we're going to pull in to the show this week. We did not give this man his due a week ago, and we were kicking ourselves about it. So, we said we're going to devote an entire segment. So, live caller coming up in a mere matter of moments. I'm listening to the 43 feet last week as i'm apt to do every week to go for some leadership tidbits with dread and dark helmet i'm listening Mm -hmm. i'm listening i'm listening and then dreads out as nantan and slaughters in and i'm like wait a minute i would would
3: be lying if i said i didn't uh hit pause kind of cock my head to the side
0: rewind 30 seconds let me re-listen to that (laughs) and
3: uh hit play again
0: Uh, So uh, there's an incredible news dump in that show and uh, the dreadliest catch tried to just (laughs) <laughs> uh, move right past it. And to Helmut's credit, he did not allow him to do that. You've heard us talk about, you know, 10-year anniversary coming up and transitions. And it makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense that at this point, but if you didn't hear last week, I highly recommend you go back and listen to the 43 Feet as Dread and Dark Helmet did just some great kind of review and, and almost a a bit of a State of the Nation, impromptu sort of State of the right. Nation podcast. But one of the pieces in there is that Dread will be handing off the Nantan duties of the nation uh, to slaughter John Lambert, super high impact man uh, was Weasel Shaker him. for the Nation before serves in a COO role now and will be an incredible uh, man to carry that uh, that shovel flag forward. And so, just ask you guys to go back and listen to that. We'll get Slaughter on here uh, soon and and chat with him a little bit as well. But just some great uh, review and and some thoughts from uh, from Dread and and from Helmet last week as they talked about that a little bit.
3: Yeah, I honestly wouldn't have expected Dread to sort of make an announcement in any other I think, fashion. I think honestly. was
0: surprised <laughs>
3: I, I think you he caught him off guard, but I can right. just it's 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 that's kind of what it, was, the way it would go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that that's the Hard true leadership, the course, my friend. Yeah, that's true leadership in its sense, and you know flor will be taking over um, next topic please
0: yeah moving on <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not about me uh, but uh, but good stuff there and look we got plenty of thoughts and and uh, and perspective on on the ig- incredible impact of something that spurred out of this idea ten years ago to take this workout that was kind of working for these guys but do something more with it and, and dread and obt a part of that and and standing up what f3 would ultimately become after these ten years I mean just incredible so, you know, uh, we can't um, give enough uh, T-claps and credit and and respect right. to those men that paved the way and, and dread for much of that vision and, and where this thing goes and just excited for what the future uh, will hold. And we'll get into all that as we continue to uh, to branch out these These uh, podcasts and content that we're creating here for F3 Nation for you guys to consume on a weekly basis. Part of that 10 year anniversary is having to deal with the dynamics of what our big celebration was going to look like. So we talked about it a little bit last week. Uh, We are officially moving the 10 year anniversary celebration from January 16th in Wilmington uh, at the home of F3 Cape Fear to October, 2021. Uh, we talked about it last week, obviously just things placed before us that are insurmountable at this point and needing to do the right thing uh, related to ongoing pandemic mm-hmm. stuff. Right. So um, all of that uh, is happening right now, uh, still in in a plan to move that thing to October. We ask you guys to stay up uh, with information on F310year.com. Registrations just carrying over to October, right? Just like if you registered for a race and they had to defer it to later in the year, all that stuff will carry over. And as we develop more of that, we'll keep you up to date with that. One more thing I want to drop on the Fells before we bring our guest on today. And, you know, look, it's a time of the year where, uh, you know, where organizations are likely making donor appeals. And, you know, the foundation, the F3 Nation Foundation made a strong push in October and you guys came to the freaking mat on that thing, yeah, helped raise a huge chunk of change. But if you find yourself in a situation where you've got some more giving that your family's looking to do, or your corporation's looking to do, or even your foundation is looking to do before the end of the year specifically, uh, you know, we would ask that you consider the F3 Nation Foundation as they're getting ready to go out and make a strong push for an executive director and put some structure around helping you guys have greater impacts in your community as well. So if that's something that's bubbling up for you, or again, your company, and and you find yourself in some last minute giving capacity, uh, please be sure to uh, consider the foundation in those efforts.
3: Yeah. And a quick reminder, I sent you a note about this the other day, because I got reminded that I had done this. And actually, I had forgotten I had done this. But this uh, Amazon Smile situation that I don't know that there's any packs out here or M's of packs that aren't frequenting frequently using Amazon.
0: If a day um, comes by and a package doesn't show up to our house, especially Amazon, this time of something's year, wrong.
3: right. <laughs> what, point. Obviously supply chain issues are what they are right now. Right. and I think a lot of people are encountering that as uh, we get closer and closer to the, when the fat man comes down the chimney, but yes, sir. Um, I got a note that, you know, 70 something dollars had been um, sent towards uh, the F3 foundation for a total of 1400 plus in the last, however many days, whatever the automatic of Amazon,
0: from, from Amazon. Yeah. Account.
3: So you can go into your Amazon prime account and select yeah. a charity. Um, and, and if anybody wants to get at me, please do. And I'll sort of walk you through that. It's not as intuitive as one might think, mm-hmm. um, but it can mm-hmm. be done. And so then all your purchases throughout your household or through that prime account, there's a little bit of kickback there to, to some charity, not saying oh. it has to be the foundation would be cool if you did that. But if, if anything, just pick something so yep. there's some giving back. I think it's an automatic dealio you can set up. So
0: Good, man. Love it. Great reminder. All right, let's go mm-hmm. to the phone lines. We've got, in the uh, truest sense of the, the word, a high-impact man joining us this week. And uh, if you think you had a challenging weekend over the last few weekends with whatever physical fitness feat you were up against, it ain't nothing compared to what <laughs> this guy has recently gone to. And we go to the phone lines to bring in our brother Hobo from Memphis. What's up, brother? Hey man, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. No, We're thank excited.
3: you. Uh, I'm giddy. I feel like I'm a little starstruck here talking to somebody uh, that you know went through the the thickest of the thick. And so we wanted to get you on and and help uh, help let the packs know all the things that you've been up to, and um, obviously your your recent success and uh, making it through pre selection. And I'd love to get sort of just uh, set the stage for us right on your decision to, you know, go after that and your, your training and your, your support and then how COVID threw th- a wrench in things. And then we can get into the gritty nitty gritty of the actual event, which is what I really want to talk about too. So Absolutely. welcome. Hovo Tyler post shell. Am I saying that right? That's correct. Yeah. That's Austin? right. Post shell out of F3 menses. Also, we do this thing with our guest. Um, how long you been doing F3?
4: And I started in January. So almost a year now. Oh, and nice. I was, uh, EH by a guy named nature boy. Our our kids were playing ball on the woo! Same and, uh,
0: exactly. You got to hit him with a woo.
4: That's how he does his uh, sign did. off every time. Yes, but uh, yeah, he invited me to go for a run. He had, he, he, uh, deduced that I was a runner and, um, just said, Hey, you want to come for a run? We have a Sunday run day, um, at one of our AOs. And so he said something about four miles. And so I said, like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll join you guys. And so I showed up, um, and all these guys had water bottles. I was like, that's, kind of, I don't, it was January 40 degree. You know, I didn't think it was gonna need it for four miles. Anyways, we start running and they say something about blah, 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 18 miles. And I was like, come on guys. You guys are, you guys are just joshing me. Right. And they're like, no, no, we're going to run 18 miles today. I was like, I, he, "Nature boy told me four and said, well, we're going to run seven to the location and then we're going to run four with everybody else. And then we're gonna run seven back. <laughs> and I was like, million moats. and uh, classic f3 ah, bait 14, and switch the old 14 mile in and yeah classic. yeah so uh yeah that was my very uh pretty much my first <laughs> experience with these guys and there was you know a bunch of studs that day and a lot of lifelong friends i've made from that first day but that ultimately is what kind of got me got me coming back so what you're classic. telling us
0: is you did 18 miles no water that day
4: uh I'm sure I got I think I got some water at the at this the Should uh, have set the, the LC. Yeah, yeah.
0: Hey, real quick before you get into it. For those who don't know, you talk about pre-selection, right? So yeah. you just recently completed a Go Ruck ma- massive event, right? Correct. So so set the stage a little bit to what that is as well too for if guys are listening they're like yeah. I've kind of heard of this stuff. I know I know we got Grow Ruck, right? Give give us a little bit well, of a, some context there.
4: So back in January when I first started uh with F3, I literally never heard of the word ruck. I I didn't know what that meant. And uh, my limited experience was it seems like it was for guys who didn't know how to run. Uh, that was just that was just you know, it was me because I, I had done a lot of running, so I was there like, yeah, is I a run.
3: there is a stereotype we are trying to break, <laughs> although right, we right. are not doing a very good job,
4: so, myself you know, included. There was a handful of guys going for rucks, and um, there was one day, maybe in February, March. They said, "Hey, there's this thing. It sounds it's impossible. It's you know, only two percent of people complete it. Blah blah blah." And I was like, "That sounds like something I want to do." I, I knew immediately, so I looked it up on this website. Never really heard of Go Ruck before. Um, there was nothing available. There was no events that day, and so fast forward a few. Weeks later, they had this pre-selection event, which was some sort of 24-hour fitness event where you're going to just be carrying your pretty heavy ruck on and just don't quit. That's pretty much the uh, the mindset. And so, I've done a fair number of uh, endurance events where that that was the mindset, which don't quit. And um, and so, you know, all these guys were really excited when I told them I signed up. They were just they you know, they always follow it every year. They live stream it. And I, just, I had no idea this community. And, um, so I just did what little research I could. And I watched some documentaries and basically just put a rucksack on with a heavy weight and went out every weekend, uh, for long rucks and just continued to do F3 workouts every day. I'm kind of a seven day a week, uh, F3 guy. So I just, I never, nice. never, uh, never miss a day. And, um, I mean, largely, I just rucked, I ran, I did about 20 miles of running every week just because I like running. A lot of that was mm-hmm. in the in the way of pre, pre-running uh, with mm-hmm. some guys and just our standard F3 workouts in Memphis. And that was really all that I did in preparation. It wasn't any, like, I definitely should have done some sandbag work, I realized in <laughs> hindsight. Uh, and so uh, I will definitely be doing more sandbag work for any other future events that I sign up for. But yeah, luckily, just just showing up every day for Memphis F3 workouts, uh, that's incredible. Ready. Yeah.
3: So tell me when you got to Jacksonville, cause this event a couple weeks ago, you were down in Jacksonville, yep. right? All up and down the beach and all around here, I'm assuming right where uh go ruck headquarters is. Yep. And when you got there, I know you guys started in a park or something like that, a beachside park, whatever. How many folks started and, Sort of what's the evolution of like initial welcome party, smoke fest, PT on PT on PT, people start dropping, first person drops, it probably pulls a linchpin and six people drop at once because they didn't want to be first, but they weren't going to make it. So run me through like those first few hours of like getting down there and how many times did you pack and repack your ruck and then inspection and all the things that go on in an event like that.
4: Sure. So I, uh, so I, I got an Airbnb, I got a, a rental house, maybe half a mile away. I rucked up to the event. Um, and cause I didn't, you know, I didn't have a car at the time. So I rucked up there. There was about thir- there was 30 participants that were all standing around, just kind of laying down, checking their stuff. And it was really fun just to chat with them for a few minutes. Cause like they were all like-minded crazies, just like me, you know, everyone else I talked to, <laughs> thought I was insane, but these guys were all like, yeah, we want to do it. And they, you know, <laughs> there's some big dudes out there. And I was like, man, these guys are so strong. Like I don't know. I guess I was just kind of intimidated by a few of them for sure. And, um, but we, you know, we, we, line up, um, it's very administrative for the first, gosh, it felt like two hours. It honestly, like we did, um, the bag dump. Sure. It was a little bit stressful. I had done zero practice with that. I, I knew that was something I should have done, but I was like, I mean, how hard could it be? And it, it wasn't that hard, honestly. Like I just, you literally just put your stuff in as quickly as you can. You don't put anything where it's supposed to go. And once you finish it, you have like 10 minutes to, to rearrange your bag afterwards. So there's like, there's really no reason to try to put it in your bag carefully, just literally yeah. stuff it in as fast as you can. So um I got through that. I was probably in the top ten, I guess of getting that done, so I got to go rest for a while. Then we waited to do our push up test um and the sit up test and again, both those just took a long time, but they were really easy i mean that 's something you should definitely know going in like I can definitely do fifty push ups it's fifty five push ups in two yeah. minutes or sixty five sit ups and um yeah, it was easy to to test that in advance mm-hmm. um Then we rucked over to the ocean, did a um we did a three mile run, which was not scheduled. That was not on the, uh, BT, but it was not going to drop anybody, but it was like, we had the, to, they told us to do it under three, um, uh, eight minute miles, uh, you know, with our boots on and whatever. And so that just got everyone's heart rate up me as a longtime runner. It didn't phase me, but a lot of the guys were just gassed. And so then we went straight into this like surf test, like 30 minutes of just like you know pretty intense in the ocean, just getting kind of razzled and dazzled and um, it wasn't it wasn 't the welcome party it was just literally just kind of they called it a little uh, i don 't know a scuff they called it a scuff right? <laughs> if, you guys, if you guys think that 's a welcome party you you better quit now um, when we got back from that um you know probably in two hours at that point, it felt like we had dropped five people, and so mm-hmm. i don 't I, I assume that those people must have dropped either they didn 't make the p t test or just maybe voluntary withdrawal but i 'm not entirely sure, but I know we were 30 at the start 25 at that point. Mm-hmm. Then, we, then we went on a five mile ruck. Um, I thought it was gonna be solo, but it ended up being everybody. So the cadre just led us on a, you know, 15 minute pace, you know, nothing, nothing there. Just, just yeah. following the line. So that was easy. And, um, then we went over to the, yeah. And so ones? I was
3: just going to say, I was bouncing in and out of, uh, Jason McCarthy. So the founder of, uh, yeah, Go yeah. Ruck, was doing a lot of Instagram live, Stuff throughout the night and into the next morning, and so whenever he'd go live, I'd bounce in and see what you guys are up to. And I actually, at one point, I, I, I plugged in, and you guys were doing, you were learning about ducks and bears, and I took those four exercises, and and we did a ruck workout the other morning on Friday. Oh, that's morning. where
0: you got that from,
3: yeah. And so <laughs> yeah. I did the the duck walk, and then the the bear crawl back, and then the the uh, Bruce Lees, and then the lunges. But we did not do it with an eighty pound sandbag, uh, just to, with the rucks. Um, So as the night progressed, I'm just curious as you're you having been a veteran of of long term endurance events, were anybody anybody else leaning on you? Were you guys really flying solo? Or did you guys have an opportunity to like talk to your other folks going through it, like, hey, don't quit, you've got this, keep pushing? Or were you just in your own head, like pushing forward for yourself?
4: We had very little opportunity to talk um, until maybe uh, the long ruck when we we did a 12 mile ruck later in the night into the morning. That was the first time that I really actually talked to anybody that I talked to two nine at that point. But before that, you really... I was afraid to talk to anybody. Honestly, I, I didn't want any, I don't want any attention drawn to myself. And somehow they did not focus on me, uh, which was great. And they could have very easily because the duck walk uh, that you mentioned was, was the worst part for me. I have never really done duck walks. Um, and especially not with an 80 pound bag on my head. And uh, it was brutal. But um, one thing that some, some words of advice that one of my guys, uh, one of my shield like buddies speaker had given me was he said, listen, it's okay to quit if you need to quit, you can quit. But just think about this 60 seconds. He said, if you can't, if you think of whatever you got to do for the next 60 seconds, if you absolutely cannot do it, quit. But if you can just do it for 60 more seconds. And so I just, that kind of was going through my mind during that duck walk. Like this is hard. Um, fortunately right before the duck walk, we had another, um, couple things that I had excelled in. Like we did a, a crab walk with our rucks on our stomach and I demolished everybody, which was surprising. Like I'm, I don't, Feel like, I'm a great crab walker. Like, there's a bunch of guys in, F- in Memphis who are better crab walkers, but for some reason, those people had not trained on crab walk at all, and so I just destroyed them. And so, I had this great wave of like, um, you know, emotions going into the next one, which is the duck walk, where I, I was not so hot at, um, but you know, I didn't so feel like just, I was a loser. Just those point.
3: little wins, right? Those just little, little wins, mental yeah. wins that are, are keeping you out in front, and like you said, helping. For one reason or other, to keep the attention off of you, because mm-hmm. I, as we've all known and been through events where this is happening, you you don't you want to keep your head low and your back a small target, right? Yeah. The
4: the advice I was given was be the gray man, which is is not typically my my style. Like in an EFT workout, you know, I I don't necessarily try to blend in all the time in the EFT workout, <laughs> but um, but here I was I tried very hard. Like I don't want anyone to know me, so
1: just yeah,
0: smart reps.
1: Well, cool. So, 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 uh, so thirty oh,
0: started, right? Thirty right. started. Where do you ultimately get to? I mean, to yeah, make so, it through this thing, to get to the to to the end of it. What's it look like at the end? Um, so we ended up with five, um, four
4: officially uh, through a, a strange turn of events. We had five that actually did everything, and the fifth guy I only found out afterwards. Like when I got back to Slack two hours later, I found out he didn't finish. It was because he ate something in the last ten minutes, and they told him. Not to and he, you know, maybe broke an order. What? what? Uh, so that was, I didn't know that. That's kind of sad for that guy. That was 2 9. But, yeah. Uh, anyways, it, I mean, yeah, we had five guys at the very end. I, you know, I, I feel like we ended up with five probably at somewhere, somewhere in the, in the, in the neighborhood of probably 2 a.m. is when we got to five, you know, just kind of slowly kept that welcome party just kept taking one, two, the quitter fire, you know, that, that there was two or three guys who dropped out kind of around that time when we did. Yeah. So to, for
3: the audience, the quitter fire is this massive bonfire on the beach and you guys are in the surf. It's the middle of the night. You're in and out of the surf. You're, you're wet and sandy and back and forth. And it's just miserable, right? Suck okay. fest. And all it takes is go warm yourself up by the fire. We'll get they you had pizza coffee. delivered
4: actually at that time too. No. They had, like they had, like <laughs> Hey, do you want some pizza? One, three. And I was like,
0: is that a trick question? I do want pizza. I, <laughs> yes. I, yes. I, I would like I, some pizza, but, but I, I, I don't want to quit. So, yeah. um, all right. So you got your vengeance on the pizza later though. I did. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to yeah. that Probably in a minute. Yeah. So, so, uh, but you did cool. finish
3: you. Were, so five total and one female, yep. correct? Correct. Yeah. Two seven. Right. Yeah. And she, she's a beast. Yep. Um, I wa- watched a lot of her and, uh, and, uh, the shark attack, I guess is the culminating event.
4: Is that right? Yeah. It's kind of, it, it felt like from what I understood, it's kind of like normally it might happen in the last hour or less after for the normal selection event, after they've gone for 47 hours, they give you this last little, you know, Thing, but I felt like it was two, maybe three hours of shark attack for us. Like mm-hmm. they were, that was where I f- had my first real um, attention drawn to me. Like where the cadre were just right in your face the whole time. You know, you're low crawling in the sand, you're lifting the sandbag up for the different workouts. And um, I honestly, before the event, I was most concerned about the cold, the sand, and the cadre. Those were the three things that were on my mind. I wasn't really worried about the fitness so much, or even even just quitting in general, that wasn't, didn't really cross my mind, but it was the, the cold, the sand and the cadre, the sand ended up not be, being a non-event. Like it just, I didn't get any chafing. So I don't know how that happened, but somehow wow. I didn't have any chafing, um, the cold, honestly, my windbreaker kept me plenty warm. And the cadre, honestly, when they started yelling near the end, I guess it would already been pretty deep into the event and I was feeling pretty good, but the things they said were, you know, they were kind of outlandish. And so it's easy to just kind of dismiss them, I guess, like, or are they, like, they weren't, you know, they made fun of my, my, my backwards cap or something. And I was like, I'm mean, <laughs> yeah, reaching at that point. It, yeah. they, weren't, they weren't making fun of my, you know, something I was sensitive about, I guess. And
3: right. Uh, so, so you get complete, you get through like the false finishes and all that stuff and you've, yep. you've getting you get your patch, right. And you've yep. been hosed in the face for what seems like hours and you mm-hmm. got your, uh you got your pizza, maybe a cold beverage, if that's your thing. Um, and how does the real quick though, cause we want to, be mindful of time here because like i said i could talk to you all day how does how does the the dynamic change so you've got five finishers or what you thought was five um and like it's over and then this sort of like all the pressure just sort of rushes out of the room and everything's like
4: cool it's amazing you you get to open your eyes and the cadre have just immediately turned from we hate you to man we're so proud of you and then you know they are (laughs) giving you fist bumps and hugs and it was like they were really cool like outside of that other uh, you know, scenario, they're they're cool guys. I got to talk to to Cleve for 15, 20 minutes in the airport. That was really awesome. Um, you know, so I didn't have any um connectivity. My phone was back at the rental place, so I didn't have any connectivity, but I didn't I didn't feel like I needed it. I was just, you know, I was there chatting with the other participants. It was great. Um, mm-hmm. I get back to my my venue um uh, maybe two hours later. And I, I mean, my phone is just blown up with, you know, uh, it seems like a hundred messages all from F3 guys. I had two messages from non F3 people, my mom and my wife, and then everything else was <laughs> on my F3 brothers. And it was incredible. They were just, they were so, but they had no idea if I'd finished or not, because apparently the the live feed kind of went black It did. Uh, went dark. And so they were like, they had no idea. So I said, the first text, I said, I made it, you know, and they were like, Oh my gosh, you nice. made it. And so um,
3: and was, then I saw you got welcomed home with, it like a parking man, garage with some so signs. Awesome. And yeah. Stuff.
4: I mean, like I showed up at the airport, just, it was nine o'clock at night. It was a long day. And there's like 10 F3 brothers that just, you know, drove a long way to the airport just to meet me for 10 minutes of chatting with me before my wife took me home. And it was like, it was Such love. And then like the next day, Gus, uh, from F3 Mm -hmm. Memphis, he organized an event at his house We had like 20 guys around a bonfire and just they wanted to hear the stories. And
3: that's awesome. We'll see. I mean, so so the, the two big thing takeaways I'm thinking from this is like how, how awesome it is that you, you made it through you, you pushed and you persevered and then F3 got you into that position f three pulled you through and with some standard workouts of so seven days a week and, mm-hmm. and you 're a runner, but then you came back around full circle, you get back to your phone and it's you know ninety nine percent it was incredible f three guys and then you get home and it's f i mean it's just it's a testament to the things that we've got here going, right? The building, the culture, the community. It's a testament to your individual culture there in your region in Memphis and that where it's duplicated in so many other places mm-hmm. across this country. It's just, man, it's inspiring and it's uplifting. And I just want to thank you for um, spending some time with us and, and telling the story to the nation here.
0: Absolutely. Well, Brother, I mean... Uh, <laughs> What an effort, like just to, I've been just sitting here listening to it. First of all, I'm like this guy's nuts for doing all this stuff. Uh, but no surprise uh that you were able to set your mind on it, right? Go out there, set a goal, go out there, accomplish this thing and did something that not a lot of people can say they've done, right? The percentage of people that have even signed up for one of those pre-selections and made it through has got to be pretty small and so thanks for for sharing the story with the nation and uh and what's next for you i guess i was dude. gonna what, say what's, what's, what's next? coming up next
4: well uh as far as i know they're gonna have a the, the full-blown selection the 48-hour one at some point next year and i feel like that's something that i want to conquer yes. as well so that'll probably be the next thing but there's a couple guys in f3 in memphis who want to do team selection i think which comes in before that so that's a 48-hour event but i think that would be really awesome to have like a brother to like look in the eyes and encourage and talk about, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the thing we're at hand. So we might have some, some Memphis guys well, representing. Well, up. it
3: goes without saying, please keep us posted on that. And Absolutely. If, if that's something you and another brother get going on towards um, team selection, or if you've, Got your name in in the hat for for selection as well. Like we want to be kept abreast mm-hmm. of those developments
0: for so sure. You got you got to map out your uh, your Grow Ruck tour. You'll be an instant celebrity <laughs> at three Grow Rucks at this That's point. That's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, you know, now that... Uh, too.
4: Now that Gus is pretty involved with that. That's he's right. he's trying to make sure I get to at least the next couple of them. So San Antonio, yep, I think is up next. So. Yeah. You
0: got San Antonio. Yeah. We got uh, South Carolina coming up. You've got uh, down in Florida as well. So Sun lots Coast, of opportunities. Yeah. I know the men will uh, welcome you with I, open arms. I did open want to point sure.
4: out too the, uh, the grow ruck in St. Um, Louisville that we had this Mm -hmm. past year. That was my very first, or this year. Yeah. So we didn't even talk about that. We were there together. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my very first event of that kind. So that was great to have that experience of just having the cadre and just kind of the, kind of the dynamics of how that works out and the teamwork and well, there's no teamwork really in this other one, but it was Mm -hmm.
3: just that. I can't, I can't believe we almost did this entire interview and I didn't mention like, it's good to see you since Louisville. Well, we were on, but we were on different platoons and once you get sort of emerged in the night you yeah, are we hated
4: the other teams it was it
3: was well, red all red all the way with kilo well white was pretty good we were pretty far <laughs> here out they here, here they back, go couldn't see you couldn't see you back there they for they a go. while
0: hobo <laughs> uh incredibly strong work man uh on behalf of the nation congratulations and uh, Thank you so much. when we saw this news hit and we're like one of our own finished i think the entire f3 nation felt some level of accomplishment you did all the work granted but uh but it was connected throughout the nation which is it was really a neat. collective
3: like fist bump yeah, going was, on exactly. across the nation i could That's
0: feel exactly it right. yeah. great work man keep up the good work and uh, we'll see you at some grow rucks in the all coming right. year Thank you thanks obo so all right guys. let's uh let's take a quick break here uh we've got uh bones talking alcohol and health for this week's health tip here on the cot podcast
2: hello cot podcast It's another great day for wellness this is bones with a health tip for the packs of f3 nation when it comes to making healthier choices in our lives there are several strategies one can implement to see positive results everything from exercising more eating healthier and getting more sleep one strategy however that seems to trip many of us up is the use of alcohol Can you drink alcohol and still be healthy? What kind of alcohol should I drink and how much will sabotage my health goals? These are all very common questions my health clients ask and is one that was brought up by some PAX members during a recent event. Let me be clear from the beginning. Alcohol is a toxin. When you drink it, your body, specifically your liver, has to process it for removal. Continuous use of alcohol will have negative effects on your health, including a fatty liver. Avoiding alcohol is the healthiest thing to do. Now, having said all that, I personally enjoy a libation or two every now and then, and just like everything else that I do, I aim to use it with the minimal health effect as possible. Not all alcohol is created equal and certain types can be used in moderation and in a healthy lifestyle while others should be limited or avoided so here are my recommendations when it comes to consuming alcohol limit and restrict sugary cocktails, white wine, and beer. Mixers are the thing to blame in many of these cocktails, which are loaded with sugars and artificial flavors. Similarly, white wine is high in sugar and beer is loaded with yeast, gluten, and tons of calories. Better choices are red wine, cocktails mixed with soda water or sparkling water, rums, gins, and liqueurs. Best choices are tequila, vodka, bourbon, and scotch, all prepared straight up neat or with water. Yeah. <laughs> Tips for consuming alcohol. Remember, on average, the ABV for beer is 4.5%, for wine, 11.6%, and for liquor, 37%. Try to drink a glass of water between every alcoholic beverage that you consume. Dehydration is the key factor to hangovers, and by adding a glass of water between drinks, it will slow you down. Make sure to eat a meal loaded with fat prior to drinking, as the fat will slow down the absorption of alcohol into your body bloodstream. And please remember to drink responsibly by always providing safe transportation for yourself. So Pags, if you have a desire to have a drink or two on occasion, it is perfectly acceptable in a healthy lifestyle. And if drinking isn't your thing, then you are simply ahead of the rest of us. Kitty and Rapido, I have a sneaky suspicion that you boys are part of the first camp. Keep up the great work, men. This has been Bones in the packs of F3 Nation <laughs> on their hunt for wellness. He Gotta go.
0: I stepped all over his outro. He knows us too well. First of all, if you drink a what glass I'm... of water in between every drink, I don't know what the problem is, guys. I had like 13, 14 glasses of water yesterday.
3: <laughs> Secondly, what a buzzkill.
0: <laughs> second, absolutely. Uh, if you want real advice on how to drink, you came to the right place.
3: Yeah. We could devote many a show to that, and uh, thank you, Bones. As always, I'm just happy to know that to remain in the doctor's good graces, I'll just keep drinking bourbon, which was going to happen anyway.
0: That's so. not exactly what he said. It's no, not. Exactly, that's what I took from it. Not exactly it. what he said. No, the because, uh, man, and the, tis meal, the season, man. Tis, tis, tis the, the season. season. So <laughs> find opportunities to be smart, and uh, Bones always appreciate you helping these men on their pursuit, dude. We we got so much more to get to. Let's go. So much more to get to. You, you done did something last week? You well, did. it, I looked not at me. you like, "What did you do?" <laughs> Check the voicemail line. Oh and no. Holy smokes, it's full. It's full. <laughs> What'd you do?
3: Well, we asked the packs to get off their rumpus, uh-huh. give us a call, and tell us what it is the going's on in their respective regions. And boy, they listened.
0: So here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking about this in real time as we're sitting here in the digital studios
4: yes
3: yeah,
0: typically we play one of these we talk a little bit we play one, we talk a little bit i'm thinking about just banging a few of these out and just rapid boom, fire let's rapid go rapid fire and hit rapid and play Are you down for that yeah because we got dayton alpharetta aiken Uh, low country and race city, Cherokee, Suncoast. Like we got calls from all over the God dang F3 nation. So here's what we're going to do. Sit back and enjoy as the men of F3 nation carry the rest of this show with the incredible things happening in and around where they are with him doing him stuff and T-claps. So we turn it over to the packs of the COT. Take the
3: tires and light the fires.
0: Let's do it
5: hey hello kitty this is uh scott louenia 43 jack bauer from f3 cherokee region i uh, just wanted to call you about some him doing him stuff because i know you don't like getting the emails you like to hear our voices apparently so as you know because of covid a lot of events have been canceled all around and in this region a lot of hems have been stepping up and leading different sea for the packs here in cherokee and one guy has been doing that is lucky charms he organized another half marathon uh, for the packs, this is going to happen this past Saturday on the 12th, and we had a, several guys sign up. It was going to be a four-mile loop, and you're going to end at one of our AOs called Wartown, and then you'd run the 13.1 miles, and then uh, stay for the beatdown afterwards, too, from seven to eight. We have a uh, woodshed that's there also, which is our 0.0 beatdown, and Wartown's our normal boot camp style. Well, on Wednesday, uh, around the, on December 9th, we had another one of our packs. Uh, post in Slack about a local uh, food pantry uh, called Forever Fed that was definitely in need of some canned goods and certain items uh, coming up because they were low on them. Uh, some guys started talking about, hey, you know, we'll collect some cans, we'll get some stuff together at the beatdowns and maybe during the half marathon. Well, on Thursday, the site queue there at uh, Wartown, Mako, decided to take it to another level and decided that, hey, I'm going to donate $1 for every mile that each of the packs uh during the half marathon and during the beatdown on Saturday. Well he quickly roped in some other packs, Lucky Charms, the SiteQ Mall cop also jumped in and I jumped in as well. And then to take it even further, uh the guys up at the league, which is one of our northern AOs, uh it's the ultimate Frisbee beatdown on Saturdays that attracts a lot of guys. Good hands of him up there decided, hey, I'm gonna dump one dollar for every mile that is run during that beatdown, and those guys average probably about four to six miles during a beatdown during their two-hour workout up there. Uh, and then FUD and Westside, two other hems up there, jumped in, decided to uh, pitch in contributions to that as well, and so did the Mole and Geek Squad. Um, and then Good Hands' company he works for, called Axis Capital, decided they would match dollar for dollar for every uh, amount that Good Hands raised. There at the league, and then one of our hymns down here, Coy, uh, jumped in with his company called O'Neill Landscaping Group, and they would match all the money that was made at Wartown uh, during the half marathon. So, ended up Saturday morning, we had 11 packs post to run the half marathon, and 16 more joined in for the beatdown. Got about 178 miles in total from all the packs. Up at the league, they had 46 packs post. Uh, during the league, and they each uh, again average
0: I feel bad for my man there, because he was in the groove, and our hey, voice cut mail. off no, cut him off. But uh, a lot uh, of good things happening out of Cherokee. All right, up. we're going to shut up. We're going to get right back into this thing. Right back into it. Here we go.
6: Hello, Kitty and Rapido. This is Rambling Wreck from F3 Aiken. Um, Following up with, uh, I heard you guys throw out our rut for a clause this past week. Uh, We just finished up. We rut approximately a mile total uh, to the Children's Hospital of Georgia, which is right across the river from Aiken. Uh, We partnered up with our FIA group in Aiken. We had over 250 toys collected for our second annual rut for a clause. We had so many toys that we didn't even have enough hands to carry them. We actually had a truck to deliver the rest of them right behind us. So check out our photos that we've posted on our Twitter account, at F3 Aiken, and we look forward to doing it again next year. This is Ramblin' Rec, out. Hello,
7: Kitty and F3 Nation. This is Brandon Lunsford, a.k.a. Cookie, here from F3 Alpha in the... Uh, Northern birds of Atlanta, and I have my third FQ, Macho Libre, Chuck Bailey. And uh, we just wrapped up a Santa ruck for F3 Alpha. We had 100-plus packs here, family members. Uh, it was a kid-friendly ruck. Uh, we collected three to 4,000 pounds of food, over 400 toys, and delivered them to a food bank uh, nearby, so we rucked the uh, majority of it on our backs. Uh, the kids pulled it in wagons. Pretty awesome event. We finished with cafeteria, donuts, and hot chocolate for the kids. It was an awesome event. Yeah, great. We had a goal of 2,000 pounds and 200 toys, and we almost doubled both goals. So just awesome event for North Fulton Community Charities up here in Atlanta. Awesome. Great impact we made. So you guys enjoy the show.
8: Hey, Free Nation. This is Chili Pepper from the Sun Coast. I wanted to give a shout out to all the packs that attended our Christmas convergence yesterday, a great time, multiple F and G's and opportunities to touch on all F's. I also wanted to give a tea clap to our packs from St. Pete who took the time and came down to partake in the beatdown and fellowship. And finally, I wanted to give a special tea clap to our Nantan Lancelot. He missed the convergence so he could babysit in order for one of our packs to be able to attend with his 2.0. Now, I'm not sure who is babysitting who, but selfless acts are a mark of a true leader. To quote the Q source, the role of the virtuous leader is to love. If he does that, the great multitude of shortcomings will be subsumed in his efforts to stay 43 feet ahead. So Pax of the Nation, uh, Merry Christmas. And my boy, Chili Pepper out. Hey, what's up? Hello Kitty and Rapido. This is Adidas
1: out of F3 Low Country. Um, I just want to give tea claps to the guys of F3 Race City, Lake Norman area. Um, Up here, downrange, visiting my parents. Um, Some of the packs know my mother is battling stage 4 lung cancer, so I was coming up to help out some stuff. And I posted with them this morning. Um, And I'm pretty amazed that even though I'm kind of a regular downranger for them, um, many guys walked up to me asking me how my mom was doing. And a special shout out to Cupcake, who queued today, and Lear, who I believe a triple respect Vietnam veteran um, who mentioned to me that if I can't get up here and I need help with anything with my parents, that the PACs would step up and do what they need to do. So I just just wanted to give tea claps to these guys. Um, They filled my heart today, and um, I appreciate them. So if you can give them a shout-out, I would appreciate it. Hope
9: you guys
5: are good. Thanks.
9: Hey, good morning. Hello, Kitty and Rapido. This is Meatball from the great region of Dayton, F3. Hey, I was just listening to the podcast posted and wanted to hit you guys up with an excellent, excellent uh, news on myself, actually. I started uh, in F3 September 18th of this year in the middle of the Iron Packs Challenge on a Friday, and uh, I haven't looked back. And uh you guys are talking about getting your hundredth post in uh for the year coming up on that. I just wanna let you guys know I am very close to hitting fifty. Fifty posts from September eighteenth through the end of December in twenty twenty. And in that, um I'm about I'm down uh from what was over three hundred pounds and the doctor saying, Man, you gotta get your butt and get working and working out. Uh, To a big, huge call out to Swabbles, who EH'd me uh, through the Nextdoor app uh, that next week, and uh, I haven't looked back at all. So, um, celebrating a lot of great stuff, meeting a lot of great guys. Look forward to doing a lot of uh, awesome things with y'all. And I'm just blessed and thankful for all you guys do every day throughout the nation. Keep it up, guys. Have a great one.
0: I love ending it. On that call uh, for meatball there, just because of the the broad swath of everything you heard, right? So guys, doing it's just incredible. Third F giving back in their community to a relatively new guy who has embraced this and automatically seen instant results and a change of course in his life. Now, are we blessed or what?
3: I just you know I was making notes as those guys were were talking because I'm gonna I'm gonna throw them a little Third F mm-hmm. prayer during a session later today. But it's just like. Like you said, the totality of things across all the all the things we look for and, and things we call out from him doing him stuff to taps to to living third. To, it, it encompassed it all. And so I, I also came up with a little repeatism there is I'm going to need the packs to run it back. Oh, I like is, that. Which is we're going to need a whole nother set of show uh, set of calls yes, for sir. next week's show. Yes, because I think. I think when the nation hears that this week, they're going to get fired up to, to keep those phone uh, those phone lines are ringing because as well they
0: should it as just, well they should
3: it, yeah it just it man it fills my heart to hear yep. hear those those yep. those folks coming out
0: the number um, call is eight four 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 COT pax that's how you submit user generated content to this broadcast eight four 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 cot packs excellent incredible updates we sit here uh grateful for the men I-, I love hearing uh hey what's up hello kitty repeat i just love hearing those guys <laughs> when they call us and hearing your voices man uh, that's what makes this thing uh take two more T claps to give out before we wrap up what's been a big show here this big week it. one for the men of f3 (laughs) uh, it says, uh, I love this tweet. God said, this is the definition of male community leadership, along with our amazing M's and 2.0's. It was a picture of these guys. They had filled up uh, 1,162 boxes for Dare to Care. So they were doing some incredible giving back there. And then just a hilarious T-clap to the boys of Swamp Rabbit. They held some sort of competition or CSOP, and it's called the Deuceable. (laughs) <laughs> the reason I loved it was, did you see their trophy that they gave out to the winner not. of the I Ducible? I did not. it. was a golden painted toilet seat. <laughs> so, so this a- is
3: like the crucible, but the Ducible, I'm assuming?
0: We got a couple guys here locally that could give you boys a run for your money. There's, as it there's it some to toxic deducible. hazard
3: waistlines across that Maynard. That but some I folks thought that frequent. was
0: hilarious. The Swamp Rabbit boys with the Deducible and the Golden uh, Toilet Fantastic. Seats. So a funny thing to wrap out what's been a uh, a pretty neat show about serious him doing him stuff across the F3 Nation. And grateful again for the yeah, man uh, yeah. for filling up the inbox and for Hobo for coming on and sharing his story. And
3: for people. Hobo, yeah. I like hearing all these packs doing all these, you know, Santa Ruck type stuff too. And, um, doubling their goal down in where was it uh in alpha and you got Mm -hmm. M's and in shorties pulling wagons with stuff i think it's a fantastic idea i'm stealing that for next year
0: yep absolutely good stuff what do you say you uh you drop a quote worth or on these boys and we call it call it a day here
3: i love it and this is another one where sometimes i do this for you i'm going to tell you the quote and then i'm gonna see if you can uh guess who it's from uh okay you may encounter many defeats but you must not be defeated in fact it may be necessary to encounter the defeats So you can know who you are, what you can rise from, how you can still come out of it.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, War veteran or sports veteran? Neither. What? Oh, shoot. Businessman
3: or woman? You could say that.
0: All right. Read it for me one more time.
3: You may encounter many defeats, but you must not be defeated. In fact, it may be necessary to encounter the defeats. So you can know who you are what you can rise from, how you can still come out of it. I
0: love this quote. I love it. I don't know. I have no clue who it is and I'll be excited to hear who it is, but I love the message of you, you got, you got to be defeated. Is it a politician? I was going to say, maybe I thought for a minute, Abraham Lincoln, because I know he lost a lot of elections before he ultimately won the mm-hmm. other one. Um, you know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. Wayne uh, so Scott. Great men in history with these quotes. I love this quote, though, because it speaks to the importance of failure. You can't just get to where you're at in life based on a series of successes. Failure right. ultimately inevitable to know who you are. And, and specifically that I love, how you respond to it, which is key. All right, who is it? You ready to have your socks knocked off? I am. I'm excited. Maya Angelou. Whoa, nice. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent.
3: It's a good one on perseverance. I'm right there with you on the defeats. The defeats are what make us, right? You know, if you cruise through life and successes, you're eventually going to crash and burn hard. I am a believer of, or you're going to hit a wall and you're not going to know how to deal with it if you've never had to deal with walls. So I love it. It's a great one.
0: Good. Uh, My brother, we are... Not but 10 days out. Uh, from the Christmas holiday here as we sit on the 15th of December which is wild. It has been quite a year. Uh, Looking forward to uh, having a little downtime here. Uh, We can talk about this in real time as we're on the air here. I think we record a show next week and then maybe we take a week off after that to recharge the batteries and gear ourselves up for uh, 2021 but I know that we sit here just incredibly grateful. Maybe we spend some time next week sharing some of our gratitude uh, for the of F3 Nation as we go through this, yeah. but uh, it was on full display with all of those uh, incredible updates that the PAX generated this week. So thank you guys for that and keep it up. Send us more next week and let's wrap this year up with a big bang.
3: Absolutely. I'm down with that. I think that's a great plan. A great idea. PAX, Remember 844-4-COT-PODCAST. Keep those voicemails rolling in. I want, here's a my challenge. She's a pro now. Here's my challenge to the PAX. I want enough voicemails on our voicemail within the next week to where now I'm going to have a bank of voicemails and well, we like get it. through six or seven, but there's, like four, there's 14 in the, in the bank and we, I love it. Come on. I
0: know the pack. I know we've got the content probably, out there. They probably can't pull it off. I'd be surprised at best if we can get three or four next week. I'll Ooh. tell you this much though. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the old reverse psychology, but then I if they say I don't it, think, I don't think, I don't think they're going to pick way.
3: up on it, Brian. I really don't. <laughs> 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 I love you, brother. All right. Love you too, man. Be good,
0: man. We got to go. See ya. See ya. This has been the COT Podcast, connecting the packs of F3 Nation to something bigger than themselves. Please rate and review the show and share it with your F3 brothers, friends, family, and sad clowns who might need a little F3 in their lives. Follow all things F3 on Twitter, at F3 Nation, and follow our show at F3COT Podcast. I'm Brian Jodis, 39, hello kitty.
3: And I'm Jamie Roseborough, 37, Rapido.
0: And this has been the COT Podcast. We'll be